Yo, yo, it is May 18th, and we are back with fantasy news today. We got a bunch of news to talk about. Going to be covering news from the last week and a half or so. Going to be touching a little bit on the NFL schedule and the bye weeks. And we're going to get you guys hyped up on Drew Brees. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. Intro me. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is not surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, yeah. It is party time. Wednesday. Fantasy news today. I'm the 420 Fantasy Hustler. And I am holding on to dear life. Ah, life in the fast lane. That's the only way to roll. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Flying by the seat of my pants. Wind in my back, sun to my face, cash in my pocket. Let's go. Yeah. Ron in the building. What up, bro? Antonio in the building. What hey, up? Hey, hey. TJ, what up? What up? Anthony in the building. What's going on, brother? We got a lot of news to talk about, but let's talk about the things that are, well, really the thing, I mean, most relevant, at least right now, James Bradbury. He got released by the Giants. He's getting like 10 mil, a, a 10 mil on his contract. It was like 10 mil this year and like another mil next year. And we were just kind of guessing who's going to sign him and what are they going to sign him for? Because he could take the veteran minimum, add that to the 10 mil he's getting from the Giants. He's happy. Where's good old go? double dip. Where's he go? He stays in the NFC least. He is smart. He already knew you stay in the NFC East. You're going to be able to pad those stats. He goes to the Eagles for Woo! a smooth one-year, 10-mil deal. He's getting paid 20-mil this year. Wow. <laughs> hey, this is awesome because, like, now that's secondary. It, like, I mean, you have – he's a, he's going to be a phenomenal number two. Oh, yeah. Uh, opposite of uh, – Opposite of uh, Darius Slay, and you know oh, yeah. Slay is—he's one of the guy, one of the few guys that still shadows. So it's like he's going to be able to shut down, you know, you know your your best receiver, or even just the whole side if they don't have him shadow. You know what I mean? And James Bradbury—he's going to be a guy that's going to get a lot of balls thrown his way, though. So he's he's going to get put to work. Oh yeah, I mean Darius Slay. I mean, I'm not going to say he's the best corner, you know, in the league, but like you said, he's one of he's one of the few shadow corners. I consider him a shutdown corner, and mm -hmm. their number two corner has always really been their weakness because Slay's so good, they're always going to the other side. Now you add a guy like James Bradbury in there, I think this is going to be real nasty for their secondary. And they they have a very uh, you know a very aggressive front to begin with, so it's like. Now, I mean, add, add coverage sacks on there now. You know what I mean? Yeah, now linebacker, I'd say, is probably the weakest spot on their mm -hmm. entire squad. You know, and they, they got, uh, what's his name, N'Kobe Dean. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know how much he's going to make an impact uh, year one. I mean, they got Kaiser White. He's going to be behind him. So 
he might only be like a 30 to 40% like guy year one. And then year two, he's probably going to be the guy because Kaiser White's only on a one-year deal. I love that Kaiser White pickup, though. Like, they, uh, this is kind of what they do. Last year, they did it with Nick Vigil. They just find, you know, they're going to find, you know, somebody to plug and play a veteran. And then hopefully this guy, whatever his shoulder issue, uh, you know, uh, Dean, whatever it is. What does he have, shoulder? I, I believe so. I'll go double check on that. But I, I know that he was, you know, a potential late first round, you know, without that injury. Yeah. Know? So that, that's really what it comes down I to. I think it's. Pectoral I think it, I think everyone pectoral everyone was an injury. injury. Oh, okay. He's got two injuries. Damn. Yeah. I mean, one of them one of them might require a surgery. Is that was that what uh, they're they're fearful of? Uh, let me see. That was the nerve wracking part about the whole thing. Um, no, I don't see anything about an injury necessarily. But that was the reason why he fell to the third round because okay. he was because he was well hyped, you know, beyond that uh, beyond that third round. He was the dean. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Ron, he said the ne- Eagles never play three linebackers. Yeah, exactly. That's why uh, Dean's probably not going to be getting too much work uh, year one. I mean, they chose him for the talent, and maybe it was someone, you know, a lot of these third-round picks, especially linebackers, we see a lot of times they literally just sit second string. Maybe they mix in a little bit here or there, but a guy like Logan Wilson, um, that's someone who comes to mind where, Year one, he got no work at all. Like he barely touched the field, and then year two, he's a one damn near hundred percent starter. You What's know? buddy's so. name? Pete uh, Pete Warner from the from the Saints. Um, Spencer was just putting me on onto him. What is he? He's a second year kid. Let me see. Pete Warner. Spencer's gonna have to put me onto him too, because uh, yeah. Not a household name for me. Yeah, drafted in the second round of, uh, last year. Yeah, because this is a guy like with no Quan Alexander now. Like you know the depth chart. I mean, you know people start moving up, and he's a kid that we need to look out for. You know what I mean? That's a good one. Let's get him on the radar. Let's see where he's actually at on the depth chart right now. Oh, he's starting on the uh, on the depth chart as of right now. So yeah, there's someone that we got to get on the radar. Um, and any second round, I mean, even some of these third rounders, like if they're uh, if they're in the right system, they could ball out and uh, have have these second year breakouts. Guys like Logan Wilson, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Pete Warner, let's get him on. Uh, let's get him on the radar. Let's shout out everyone who's up in the chat. So uh, let's see, Lee's up in the chat. What up, bro? What up, Lee? And <laughs> TJ said, "How many Philly cheesesteaks can he buy with that?" I mean, shit. 20 mil, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know if that's a, a lifetime supply, but I'm sure it's very close to it. Hey, when I make my joints right at home, got to be ribeye, first of all. And, and you know, onions, peppers, shrooms, all that shit, right? But I use provolone and then I do the cheese whiz as nice. well. Nice. Yeah. And, Apparently uh, that's too, in, in Philly. And Ron will probably attest to this because maybe he could correct me on this. But I know, like, you know, one, I think Geno's or whatever it is, that's one of them. Like, they do, like, the cheese whiz, and then the other joint does the provolone. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, I bring it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Anthony said, uh, is Bradbury worth a draft pick? Uh, what round typically? I, I mean, it, it really depends. In, in the Hustler League, he'll be worth a draft. But he'll be drafted hella late. Like, Is I mean, he a good tackler? He's decent. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, you know, in a system like this where he's going to be opposite of Darius Slay. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of targets. Yeah, so, I mean, he's not going to be drafted, I wouldn't say, in the top, like, 
15 to 20 rounds like you you'll get he'll be one of those guys who's like a bench player for sure especially because of his age i mean he's getting hey, up. shout out to ab ab is on the clock in, in hustler 13 he's right before me i'm about to, I'll, I'll grab james bradbury right now in 50 whatever it is yeah yeah 52 <laughs> or what are we in 53 yeah all right let's see yeah he's a 50th rounder <laughs> Exactly. I'd rather have Mike Hilton over over James Bradbury because Mike yeah. Hilton like gets a lot of tackles and like and they 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 send him off the edge sometimes out of like you know what I mean they 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 have him rushing the QB from from yeah. the nickel you know what I mean. Oh, and uh, forgot to remind everybody: don't forget about the jersey giveaway that we're doing this month. We got the signed Ricky Williams jersey. Got the green joint, the green and orange. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you're not on Patreon, you got to get over there right now. And if you like to leave super chats for every dollar of your super chat, you get an extra entry. It's so dope when he gets to talking that zodiac shit because yeah. it's got and then the, the, the astrology shit because it's a goddamn it's like another language that he speaks fluent in. So it's like it's just mad interesting. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And Anthony said, uh, I'm in League 14. I, I know you are, bro. When's our draft? Uh, I forgot what it said. So it, it said to be determined. You didn't forget, Anthony. You know it's coming. <laughs> so I believe I want to try to do it uh, Sunday where we do like the, the race or whatever. Because I don't know. We have, we're going out of town uh, on Saturday. So I don't know if we're going to be able to do it unless it's really late. I don't know if that's going to Let's do the race thing. Let's do the race thing Friday. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's actually what I said, that we can try to do the race thing Friday yeah. if it works for everyone's schedule. And, uh, yeah, then the draft's, like, literally going to start, like, right after that. Yeah. Hell, yeah, Anthony. So that's a fat Ricky Williams jersey. So I know you're already on Patreon, so you already got some entries. But uh, Super Chats, uh, things like that, that's how you're going to get some extra ones. And, and I just noticed we both got the dope airbrushes on today. I'm repping right. the mask. You got a Leah. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. to the goats. <sighs> and uh, and uh, Antonio, that's funny. I'm looking at my roster and I clicked on Mike Hilton uh, before Bogard said his name. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> Man, all right. Like we didn't plan to wear airbrush joints neither. You know what I mean? No, it just happened. Yeah. Real organic. You know what I'm saying? All right. Someone uh, who the universe is not um, working in their favor, uh, Tariq Cohen. So he's live streaming a workout and he tears his Achilles. Oh, no. He's doing one of the ones where um, like one of the uh, not the cone drill, but, you know, where you got to do the high knees, you run up and then you run back. And it was like he ran back and then cut to go back forward. And it, it just it gave out on him. And you could tell like he already I, knew. I, Here's what bothers me. Why is he doing that drill? When will he ever do that in the game? Maybe no. when he's – if he's receiving a kickoff, I guess. You know what I mean? He needs to back up a little bit because the ball's going about to go over his head. Maybe that. But it's like – Really, he was just trying to show his acceleration, I'm, I'm assuming. But, yeah, I don't know. That's – I mean, you know what I said about Tariq Cohen going into 2020, right? I remember um, – because that's when he tore his ACL, I think, in the preseason, something like that. Might have even been training camp. I, yeah. Either way, I remember saying, we'll have fond memories of Tariq Cohen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know who Tariq Cohen is, Ron? <laughs> or are you just messing around? Yeah. The I human mean, joystick? The chicken salad? Tariq Cohen? 
He was so fucking good. I remember like the first play that I saw like of his career. Like um, I, I play in a handful of leagues where you could go pick players up like right away. And it, it wasn't really much, but it was like a 10 yard, like little sweep or whatever. But he just looked so electric in those 10 yards. I just went and swooped him right away. Drop some bullshit wide receiver or something. He, here's the thing. Check this out. He was he he didn't have no high draft capital, right? But this was Nagy's first year, and yeah. you know no one knew Nagy was a bonehead yet because he's he they thought he was a whiz kid coming from Andy Reid, you know what I'm saying? And like they this was their version of 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 Tyreek Hill, yeah. Him coming from the Chiefs and just and having Ty Tyreek Hill, you know what I'm saying? Since 2016. This they target they they drafted this motherfucker. I think they might have even like traded up into the third round or fourth round to get him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and like that was uh, that was what's his name too, uh, Jordan Howard, and we didn't know what he was really gonna be at that mm -hmm. point. And like, and and you know what's crazy is, is I remember it was a preseason game. He was a fourth he, rounder. He was a fourth rounder. Okay, and I remember it was it was a preseason game, and so you know they play a ton because he's a fourth rounder. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. He's a, he's a third, second, third stringer, the, the, the borderline type shit. So he, he's playing a ton of this game, and he just moves a big-ass pile. Like, he's hella small, and I see them, they stop his ass, blah, and he just moves a pile another yard. I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. he's fast, and he was strong, bro. Yep. He was fast, like Tyree Kill fast, for real. So I think – we may have seen Tariq Cohen for the last time, like in an NFL jersey. Yeah. And uh, it sucks to say, but we'll pour one out for him and smoke and, and Like I said. And I'm going to miss everybody. And I'm going to miss everybody. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and if he didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. That's for damn sure. You know what? He got a bag though, right yeah. before he got he tore his ACL. They gave him they gave him an extension, and like so he got a decent bag. And you know what? Here's the thing too with with Tariq Cohen is like I said back then, in the twenty going into twenty twenty, we'll always have fond memories of Tariq Cohen. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. that's all it is now. Yep. And Antonio said, I got Cohen in WWF1. I didn't even realize it until today. <laughs> like keep that. You got to keep him on your squad for morale. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> can't cut him early. All right, so another small piece of news. The Colts signed Philip Lindsay. And one reason why I like this is this just gets one person out of the way for Damian Pierce. Who? Philip Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you were thinking the inverse. Cause, that's cause right. Because his hymn to the Colts is him leaving Houston. That's right. I like exactly. That. Yeah. yeah. So and, we, and we, he hadn't been signed yet, uh, but I think everyone just assumed that he was going to stay there just on a cheap deal. Yeah. No, no. Awesome. I mean, because Sexy Rexy is a guy they'll trust in pass pro, right? If, if it was right now, he's the guy they would trust in pass pro. Because that was one thing Marlon Mack didn't do very great. Uh, for the Colts, I mean, you know, we remember Andrew Luck getting beat up in uh, that year in 2018, and and they had they had the number one line that year or top five at least, 
Right. He's still getting hit because if they got through, Marlon Mack couldn't stop nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anthony said, damn, how's my boy Herbert on the Bears going to do this year? Do they still have Damian Williams? Uh, you know, no, Damian, Damian Williams is with the Falcons. Yeah. And and, and um, I, I I really believe in both those running backs are, are just going to be utilized as much as possible. Because, like, this is this is Justin, Justin Fields in, like, a second year, right, and with a new coordinator. So it's going to be dumbed down for him. They're going to run the ball a ton. And it, the, the, their OC – uh, yeah, I forget his name. It's, it's like Gretzky, Letsky, whatever their OC's name is. But he was the quarterback coach uh, underneath um, Matt Lafleur last year. Yep. So, you know, we're we're expecting you know heavy run, you know, a tandem of backs. Now be both Montgomery and, and uh, Herbert, and and I think Herbert too is one of those guys that like why everyone goes in for the Tony Pastas and the Alexander Madisons and stuff. I'd probably just rather get Herbert because. You know, if if Monty's shown us anything, he he gets hurt, and then you know Herbert get a whole load in in his own run scheme, and and catching passes while we're at it, like no no more threat of a Tariq Cohen coming back. I mean, there is no who they got. Nah, what's his name? Well, uh, so well, no, nah, the only person uh, who they ended up uh, picking up is Darrington Evans. So he's number three. That's right, but he's more like a he's a plotter type, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, scat back. Um, one thing that, uh, well, I mean, you, you mentioned Tony Pasta. He's going to be more in a handcuff. Alexander Madison, just straight handcuff. I think uh, Herbert will probably be right in the middle because he's definitely going to be more than a handcuff. He's going to but, get but wouldn't you think, though, people are going to draft those guys? I mean, I won't put Tony Pasta in this conversation because he is like a fringe flex guy, right? Right. But, like, uh, people are going to take Madison over they take Herbert. You know what I mean? Oh, right. For sure. Yeah. 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 But, I'd probably, I mean, I'd probably I'd even, on Herbert. And it might not even be the Dalvin Cook manager who takes Alexander Madison because, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of guys who are going to want to swoop, you know, act like, get real cute, you know, swoop maybe a round or two early, you know, on some of these handcuffs. And if yeah. someone, if you have Dalvin Cook and someone swoops Alexander Madison, I would definitely grab Herbert and just be laughing all the way to the bank anyways. Yeah, plus, like, you know, uh, I forget who said this. I think Jake Seeley said this. It always stuck with me. It's like, you know, his philosophy on handcuffing is like, in redraft, okay, I'm holding on to the handcuff. But if I have a different handcuff, you know what I mean? If something happens to the guy in front of my, that, the handcuff I'm holding, now I have two starters versus, like, you know, I have I have Cook and Madison. And then Madison is nothing to me but a space holder and insurance in case, you know what I mean? Yep. And and you know what? Ron's right. He said Lindsey was on the Dolphins and uh, Jay Levin said the same thing. He finished up on the Dolphins. Yeah, what what was it? Did he get he got released? Oh yeah, that's right. They cut him. Didn't do nothing. They cut him. That's yeah. what it was. They cut him and um, they cut him and Duke Johnson. Yeah, and then they both went over there. Yep. They're like, "Fuck it, let's go to Miami." But you know, one thing that we never talked about because uh, I mean, at FNT, I mean, it was a week ago, and uh, something that happened last Thursday was Jerry Judy getting arrested. Now, mm. at first. I know everybody was panicking and, you know, the, the big domestic violence, you know, headlines. But then we hear more and more about this. We hear that there was no physical contact. Um, so who knows exactly what happened? But we know that the, the mother of his child, she's telling uh, the judge um, that she wants the case dismissed. So I don't think anything's really going to happen to Judy. Yeah. And then, like, if I'm Judy's agent, I got I'm already wording up the PR like, hey, look. 
Um, let's get them. Um, let's get them. Go to like a couple homeless kitchens and uh and uh, serve some soup. Let's get them to a couple uh women's uh abuse uh, uh meetings. You know what I'm saying? Like automatically do like all kind of good PR. Like he needs to start doing like charity shit immediately. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like, you know, be- make 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 everyone look at you back in a different light because he hasn't been looked at for being a star yet. Right. Getting this is the first attention he's got versus his attention because of his you know what he could do on the field. We we really haven't seen it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he better be a good Samaritan and uh, not get in trouble anytime soon. But yeah, as far as like his fantasy value dropping or whatever, because there was a whole bunch. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. As soon as he gets in trouble, it's Cortland Sutton to the moon. Which I think Cortland Sutton's going to do better than Judy, anyways. But another one, Tim Patrick to the moon. You know, it's like all oh, this the fallout. You know what that is? That's some lazy ass fantasy math. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here we go. Let's see who else we got. And while we're on the uh, while we're on the topic of like court cases and shit like that, might as well bring up Watson. Just that oh, I looked- thought you were gonna say bring up Johnny Depp and, and, and Amber Heard. I was like, no, no, no. no. Like I know all about this. I've been <laughs> been glued to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now that there's gonna be another investigation. I don't know how much is actually going on, but this is with the NFL and. If they, I'm not even sure like what the hell they're looking at right now because they said if there's still no charges brought up on him that the NFL is not going to do anything. Objection, hearsay. <laughs> so I don't even, uh, I, I don't even understand this, but it. I also, mean, is it another county? No, it's just like the Browns are doing the investigation now or something. Oh yeah, I mean like. I don't know. Maybe this is good PR for the Browns. I mean, no matter what, they paid him all this guaranteed money, and like they did have the insurance for this immediate year. Yeah. In case he gets suspended, they only got him a million dollars to the motherfucking. Uh, this is this is a good organization. Think about this. They go and get Deshaun Watson because it's the it was the prime moment to get him. Like, if there's a small window to get him. They went and got him. They were the, they're one of the teams that no one looked at that was going to get him. They got him. Then, I think they're just on the recent hype from draft day. Don't forget that was fake stuff. Yes, no, but listen. <laughs> no, but hear me out here, though. I'll, I'll like, with you. What I love about this, though, is they're hella smart because they got him for a million dollars, knowing damn well he might miss a whole year for all we know, another year, and then they just won't let, they won't deal Baker. They're like, all right, we're going to wait, bro. Just, you know what I mean? And then Baker's going to have to go out there and play well. <laughs> and you see what happened right now? Deshaun Watson, they're like in the Bahamas, and he took like all the teammates. Nice. Yeah, like a, like a bonding trip. You know what I mean? And Baker's not there? Or Baker is there? No, hell no, he's not there. I think Baker's doing his own trip, but I don't think anybody's going to that trip. Oh, man, he's like Bo Callahan. In his <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that shit. Oh, so, so, if you guys don't know, the reason why I'm making a bunch of uh, references for draft day, we did our, we got our third episode in the uh, in the can and we broke down uh draft day with kevin costner it's on podcast form right now just go to ssbpod.com and go check that shit out it's going to be on youtube this friday friday morning um nine pacific uh 12 noon eastern you won't be able to see any of the scenes because youtube didn't like it um so we had to cut those out but listening to it in podcast form you can hear us 100 of the show all right one little piece 
that we got to bring up uh, the Falcons. They signed uh, former Raiders linebacker Nick Patowski. So for fantasy purposes, he was always someone who's kind of lingering around um, linebacker four or five, but just someone real deep. And he had like COVID and got hurt last year. But let's see where he mixes in on the Falcons, even if he can get Hey, he's going to get a lot of work. Their, their linebacker room uh, is kind of suspect right well, now. They brought you know? in, so they brought in Rashad Evans. Yep. Then they brought in. He's a, always uh, been who's uh, who whatever on Tennessee. Yeah, he like, was whatever. He never lived up to the hype. Yeah. Then they brought in a buddy from uh, the Chargers, um, Nazir. Um, starts or is it, is the guy? Or is it the one that started? His name starts with a U. Because uh, I forget, I forget exactly. Let me pull up the depth chart here. I bet. Yeah. Pete Gang. Oh, where the hell is it? Who, oh, um, no, it was Casey Hayward uh, who they brought in. Oh, okay, no, that's and he played on the Raiders. Yeah, uh, so, they, so they got they got the two Raider guys, and they brought Rashad Rashad Evans. I know there's one more that there's, there's one more linebacker that they brought over from from the Chargers. Who the fuck do they? Look, I mean, Lorenzo Carter. I don't even know if he was on the uh, the Chargers. No, he came from the Giants. Lorenzo Carter came from the Giants. That's another one of those, those low key guys. I don't see anyone on here. Um, I mean, I yeah, know they. Exactly. You know, I, I know they got to be rookie. Yeah, I, I might be wrong. Yeah, I don't I'm think it was wrong. anyone from the Chargers. Um, yeah. But yeah, they got. I mean, they're they're rookie. They're second round rookie. Uh, Arnold Arnold Abiketti. I don't know how to uh, pronounce. And they it. should be like playing. They should be on the field a lot. This yeah. defense. <laughs> I mean. Austin, what up, bro? Hey, uh, hey, since you uh, since you weren't here and we talked about it, the Ricky Williams signed jersey giveaway <laughs> is uh, the Patreon giveaway uh, this month. Um, throw in those super chats, though, get some extra entries. And anyone who's joined up as a YouTube member, you get extra entries as well for that. Yeah. And Ronald said, "How many no-name players have signed? Too many to count. Too many to count." Um. Let's stay in that NFC. Uh, let's let's stay in that NFC South, and uh, talk about Sean Payton real quick and Drew Brees. So Sean Payton is going to join the Fox Sports crew for uh, the 2022 season, <laughs> and at the same time, Drew Brees opts out of NBC and is like, "Fuck you guys." Uh, pretty. Um, they told him that he was going to get the the starting spot on the Sunday night crew, and uh, they reneged on. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if it was an offer. They hit him with the old 42 fakie. They, they, they got him real comfortable over there, snatched the rug out from under him because he thought he was about to be there with uh, with Chris Collinsworth on Sunday Night Football. And they said, he said they had him doing the Notre Dame games. Like, the fuck up, Drew Brees? <laughs> doing a goddamn Notre Dame games. But I think one thing that Drew Brees um, realized real quick is he is no Sharon Stone. Like he was not—he was really not that good at at the, the. It wasn't even color commentary. Like what the fuck was he? Because he was only giving like the halftime breakdowns and shit like that, and it was always whack. And he was always picking the games wrong too. <laughs> oh man! I mean, it's a different game. You know what I mean? It's a different game, bro. Like it, you know what I mean? Uh, you think uh, being the talking think- head versus being the guy on the field? Like maybe he just always. I mean, you seen his, you seen his little uh, before the the game chant, where it's like, 
yeah. where it's like, you know, he he goes around yelling at everybody in the circle and he, they have like a, a whole routine. Shit. Yeah. yeah, they have a whole routine like W I W yeah I W I like whatever the fuck they're spelling. He can't, and like he, he can't that same shit for like over a decade. You know what I mean? I bet you know what I mean. I bet you if you with him for like three, four years, you know what I mean? It's like ah, it's just, it's same just, shit. Yeah, same, same shit. shit. You know same what I mean? Maybe he's just it. more bland with his personality. Like, but you know, like Tony Romo, you know, that's the guy. He's out there fucking Jessica Simpson, doing all kind of shit. You know what I mean? You know, you he, he, you know, he just he he just got a different. He has a different swag to him. You can tell when he calls the game, it's just like it was an easy transition for him because he's you gotta be, be a personality to be on TV, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so maybe, you know, this is Drew Brees seeing how much Tony Romo is getting paid. You know, Tony Romo's getting paid some high dollars. And it was him saying, you know, I'm about to leave CBS if you guys don't pay me when my contract's up. They pay him, they make him the highest paid, you know, color commentator ever. And then he sees Tom Brady come out, not even make it, made it probably the least far that he's made it in his entire career, you know, in the playoffs, comes out, hasn't even talked, <laughs> hasn't talked any bit of football on any kind of network other than the Peyton and Eli show bullshit. Well, he had, I mean, he does that during the year. He was, he did like a weekly spot. It was like, a, it was, it was like, it was the let's go podcast. And like they aired, okay. I, I, I don't know where they aired it. I mean, I knew you were able to like find it on YouTube after, but like I guess like live it was like syndicated like different podcast platforms, and then like I guess some local uh, like radio in Massachusetts or whatnot. I'm assuming, right? But but I just remember there's hell clips from it. So you know, but it's just it's the same Tom Brady. It's not like he's super charismatic. You know what I mean? He's goofy and he's got like a stupid, you know, dad funny, you know, to him, but it happened and all that shit. But to come out and get paid 37 mil a year for 10 years straight, like maybe that's why Drew Brees is like, <laughs> what do he say? I, so I might go do some uh, cornhole, um, you know, tournament or something. I might go play football. I may go do nothing. He's not going to fucking play again. Like he was, his, he was done. He was done. You know what? We'll always have fun memories of Drew Brees. <laughs> hey, good, that was a good call. That was a good callback. He Follow was, uh, I, to me, he's the fantasy goat for QB. I mean, the five, you know, 5,000 yard, um, mm-hmm. uh, yard seasons, like mm-hmm. that was just ridiculous. Never really thrown a bunch of interceptions. Any one of those 5,000-yard seasons. That defense always sucked. Yeah. Had to keep throwing it. <laughs> yeah. shout, out, shout out to Sean Payton never building up the defense. Yeah. But and then when they fi- – then even when they finally did, you know what I mean? Like, because it was like a, an extreme, like, 180. Like, they yeah. it was a 27 – 2017 comes around. They got – who do they get? They get Jordan and uh, – What up, Chase? Is it, is it Cameron? Cameron Jordan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cameron Jordan and uh and 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 Lattimore and like just that defense just came together, and then 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 they had Kamara and Ingram and they're the, the most rushingest uh, that year, right? Uh, I think only had touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. The whole team. I think Drew had like four or five of them motherfuckers too himself. Right. right. Yeah, and then you know Drew Brees. I think he was what like four thousand. Like I, I remember from then on, I was like, that's it. They're just gonna. This is what they're trying to do: run, throw short. Yeah. You know what I mean. 
can like a 15 it. play drive every time. <laughs> yes, he can sling it like before. What up, yeah. Said, uh, yeah, he needs to stay away, stay retired from football. Who would even take him? I'd rather have Jameis right now. I think the Saints would rather have Jameis right now, too. Coming off the ACL, even. I yeah. mean, consider that. Uh, Drew Brees, you know what I'm saying? When he when he's doing the broadcasting, he was fresh off of shoulder surgery. It right. wasn't on his throwing arm, but still surgery nonetheless at age what 42, 43. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, sticking with the Saints, they went out and signed Jarvis Landry. I like this move for the, the Saints. Got to get some weapons around Jameis. And remember when we were talking to Ricky a couple days ago, we were talking about uh, the Capricorns and how, like, if you put them in a system, you know, mm -hmm. with people around them and then the system is just all in unison, the QB's happy, good things happen. Going that's Jameis, right? What was That's Jameis, right? That's Jameis. Jameis is a Capricorn. Yeah, yeah. Shout so now you got Michael Thomas, who may not start right away, but Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave. You got two possession receivers, and you got a big deep threat. Like that's a good trio for James mm -hmm. and Camara out of the backfield. Yep. Hey, listen. Hey, we'll always have fond memories of Drew Brees. You know what I'm <laughs> because I want to see famous James with hell of weapons. Like I, well, I like always love James. I always I love James because of fantasy. Like going, this goes back to like 2016. Like he's been, he's just been eating the late round, just the late round acquisition as it's going to eat for your fantasy team. You know what I mean? And like they tried to dumb him down last year. They, they like what he did. But then like, look at this when he gets efficient. Look at week one. I think he threw the ball like 20 times through five tugs. You know what I'm yep. saying? He, threw, yeah. I think he might have threw the ball more than 20 times, but it was just like, we're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? And then the yards weren't really there. He, didn't matter. Didn't I mean for fantasy? Matter. Like we, I mean, we want to see him throw 500 yards and five mm -hmm. touchdowns. But shit, he threw like 175 yards and five touchdowns. No one gave two shits about those yards. Mm -hmm. Those five touchdowns, kill mm -hmm. And that's, uh, a, that's a 30 TJ, burger. TJ, I just put the link uh, in there for you. It's ssbpod.com. Silver Screen Breakdown Pod. Uh, dot com. So yeah, go check it out. Let us know what you think. Leave us a five star review because it is a separate podcast mm. from this, and uh, we know you're gonna love it because man, it was a dope movie, and uh, there were some uh, some nice mushroom epiphanies. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot I was streaming. Like I was streaming good on that one. <laughs> I like those. I like doing those ones because it's like it's a trans. It's a transformation because I eat the shrooms when then we do the show. You know what I mean? And so now you like, could, and now you could go listen back to it, and it's like you were never there to begin with. You can see how it all. Yeah, it, it would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Another small signing. Uh, well, I, I doubt that this is really going to have too much impact. But the Dolphins went and signed Melvin Ingram. You know, I mean, he he's pretty much been off his game. Uh, I mean, even with the last like year or two with the Chargers. But um, Dolphins just going out and getting more veteran depth. I and like I, it. He's just coming off. What he's like, thirty-three years old. He's just gonna be coming off the edge in like third-down packages. You know what I mean, yeah, that's, you know what I mean. Role player at best. Yeah. Um, but we have, we do have a trade uh, in the NFL. We have the Raiders trading Brian Edwards and a twenty twenty-three seventh rounder uh, to the Falcons in exchange for a twenty twenty-three uh, fifth rounder. So. Brian Edwards was definitely not gonna go anywhere on the Raiders. Like, I mean, he had what, like maybe one spurt last year where he had like maybe like two good quarters or something, maybe in two games back-to-back. -back. Yeah. 
He wasn't gonna do shit with the Raiders. I think it was the game where he scored. He scored a like a, a like a. I think he scored two. Uh, I don't know if it was two touchdowns, but I know he scored a touchdown in this one game. But it was like a drive where like he had like fifty yards and like three catches and a tug. You know what I mean? Like, and that was like it. <laughs> yeah. So he's definitely have more of a chance of doing something with the with the Falcons than with the Raiders, but. I mean, shit, like wide receiver five, you know, if you're lucky, maybe wide receiver four, um, probably going to go undrafted in every single redraft league out there will be like a really late drafted guy in, in the dynasty. Hey, you know, it's going to be hella annoying if like in training camp, Mariota's like, yeah, hell yeah, because they were probably playing with the team twos together at the Raiders. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I totally then, forgot about that. Fuck. And then like, <laughs> and then like London, London and them, they're like, oh yeah, everyone looks good in camp. And then when he gets to the game, he just only – he only you know, Mariota, he just has eyes for one dude. He's always been like that. Always. And if it's that – if Brian, that's going to be funny if it's Brian Edwards and the motherfuckers is hot and Kyle Pitts in the goddamn London. Yeah. I mean, that's highly unlikely. But it's also more likely – it's also more likely that everyone's going to be shitty because it's Mariota. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know there's a couple Brian Edwards truthers around there. We used to hang out with one of them last season. So they're probably loving uh, – you know, the, the I don't think they know a lot. <laughs> if, you, if you're a Brian Edwards truther, <laughs> I don't think you know too much. I second that. All right, one thing that I wanted to talk about: we're going to be getting into the schedule. You know, over the next couple weeks. I mean, shit, it was 18 week schedule. There's going to be a lot to talk about. But I wanted to talk about the bye weeks. Everyone's freaking out about the bye week apocalypse, and it's because of old dogs like Matthew Barry. You know, coming on. And- I fuck them. Week 14 is going to be the end of your, like, fantasy league if you draft, like, any of these players. Um, This year, it's good and bad. So, the good thing, bye weeks don't start until week six. We've always had bye weeks start in week four. And then it was always just kind of spread out. But now, one of the bad things about it, there's only two weeks where we have two teams on bye, and that's it. The rest, it's four or above in all these other weeks. So, in week six, week seven, week 10 and 11, we got four teams on by. Week nine and week 14, we got six teams on by. I got all I got all the teams, if anyone's curious who's on there, and I'll read out at least the week nine ones because those are the big ones. Um, week 12, there's nobody on by, so that's kind of cool. We do get a week just randomly where there's nobody on by. Week eight. And week 13, those are the weeks where we got two teams on by. Right. So week nine and week 16, those always seem to be, or week nine and week 14, those always seem to be like the big weeks where we're getting the most teams on by. I'm going to be trying to avoid guys who are, you know, just week uh, week 14 in redraft leagues. What are, the te- what are the teams on the 14? Hold on. Because I want to say something. This is interesting this year because they did pepper it all over the place, right? Yeah. Remember last year? I think the apocalypse was like week seven. And then I remember when we covered this last year, I was saying I would draft a, a whole team just week seven by weeks because they, they were all dope teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and- week 14, we got the Falcons. We got the Bears. Not too much there. Got the Packers, so Aaron Rodgers. Uh, We got the Colts, Jonathan Taylor. Again, he had week 14 last week. 
as well. And then you got the Saints and the Commanders. So really, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's already taken a hit with everything that they've been doing over there. Mm-hmm. He'll be one of those guys I get out of great value at like QB 14 or some shit like that in the Superflex League. But really, it's Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that's the biggest name, you know, on this list. Um, that'd be rough. Uh, what what if you need to win to get in in week 14 and you don't got JT on your squad and he was the number one overall pick in the league? I'm going to be the guy trying to trade for J- JT at a certain point in the year. And just bringing it up to him, huh? Like, you're about to get fucked. Bro, you're about to get fucked. Let me, let me get that. <laughs> I'll give you Matt Breida and uh, – and Saquon, you listen. <laughs> That's the way to do it. And there we go, Chase. He says, good to plan for them, but not overthink it. Yeah, because I don't think anyone should not draft um, Jonathan Taylor, you know, in 101 just because I'm, of that. I want to say something. If it's my destiny, then it's my destiny. And see, I'm, bring, I'm bringing yeah. it back. You How know, many we times? Draft, we, don't ne- we don't never think about none of that shit. That's week 14. Like, come on. Like, we're, we're like, what percentage of your team will even be the same from week one to week 14 in a week? Well, here's the thing, too. I, I guess this is like, I, I'd be forgetting that, like, people might play in like three or four leagues at most. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, like, there is a, a good, like, the, there was times when I was like playing in three, four leagues where I, that year, just by, by luck, by, by, uh, by destiny, I guess, has it. I was drafting from the back of, of the first round in each one. So yeah. I swear all my teams looked the same that year. Yeah. I was just getting in the same range. Like, oh, I like this guy here. I like this guy there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit fucked me up. You know what I mean? That Damn year. It. So here was something where it came into play. So in these dynasty leagues, we have the little, um, the little like side pot, the little league within the league, you know, where there's, um, there's championship games, you know, happening every single week leading up to a week 16 championship. And Antonio said, WWF won. My whole team was on by week seven, and I lost both my belts. Man, see, that that sucks because uh, you may never get the momentum back. I know. I think I have both the belts for one time, one one week. And then I lost it right away. <laughs> I, I, I got hit with the bipocalypse. <laughs> so, the um, and you know what's crazy? Uh, week eight. That's one of the teams with only two teams on by the Chiefs and the Chargers. They gave them the same week. So if you have a Mahomes, um, Herbert stack somehow in uh, in Superflex. Where's uh, what week is this one? Week eight. Mm. That could be a combo that hurts you. Mm-hmm. I know it's not a likely combo because both of those guys are probably going, you know, late. See, this is good. This is good right here because this is the point where like. You could try to buy you a Mahomes or a Herbert in redraft if those guys that have those guys are like, you know, fucking two and fucking five at that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what you said, week eight. You're like, listen, bro, you need to to do something, bro. I'll take Herbert. Give you Danny Dimes. (laughs) And whatever whatever other bullshit they need. Damn. That's the way, that's literally the way to trade in in just recency bias and redraft. Just boom, you need this. Take it. And that's the exact reason why me and Bogard never make it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll send you a trade and I'll be like, hey, I sent you a trade. You'll be like, yeah, I know. And you'll be like, I, re- I rejected it. Oh, <laughs> well, he was up there for a while. He knew it. 
Uh, he knew he knew it was a bad trade. All right, week one. Let's talk about that at least. It's a pretty dope lineup of games. The Thursday game, Bills at the Rams. We're going to get some fireworks right out the gate for fantasy on that Thursday game. And then we got Packers, Vikings, 49ers, Bears, uh, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Cardinals, Lions, Eagles, Panthers, Browns, Patriots, Dolphins uh, in Miami also, Texans, Broncos, Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, Jets, uh, Jags, Washington, Giants, Titans, Colts, Texans. We got the Bucks and the Cowboys on Sunday night football. That was a great game last year for fantasy. It was the Thursday night game, though. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Broncos in Seattle on Monday night football. They're not doing the double Mondays? Nope. That sucks. They're fucking breaking tradition. Man, that double Monday, it's kind of whack, though. Well, I mean, I like it, but I mean, I don't think a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people were tuning in on the first one um, of the two. And um, well, you, you know, for me, I'm degenerate, so I like I like the double Mondays. It's just because we're going to be live streaming all these Monday night football games and shit. Like, man, I don't, I don't have six hours to live stream on a Monday like that. Yeah, well, I mean, like for me, just just watching it, like I, you know, what I mean, I get to start. I like I like to start drinking when football starts. So it's just tight. Yeah. It's a tradition. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know me, I'm already, there's, there's probably a lot of instances I'm already looking for a Monday Night Miracle. Week one shit. And Antonio said, Drew Locke revenge game. What about a Russell Wilson revenge game? He's been, yeah, pissed. the double revenge. Come on, revenge he's, narrative. He's been pissed off forever at, uh, <laughs> at them not getting the fucking lineman. And what do they do? The first year that he's gone, they go out and draft a lineman in the first round. Hey, but this man, the Broncos defense is gonna do it all, bro. They're just gonna eat Drew Locke alive. They've been practicing against him. They know his. They know this motherfucker's tendencies. Oh, just flush him out to the right. He'll roll out. He'll, hey, this is what you do to Drew Locke. You flush him out to his right, and he's gonna roll out, and then he throws a big ass pick. That's his move. <laughs> <laughs> he throws on the run, right, right to the d- defender. Yeah. This is move. I can't wait. Week one is going to be crazy. I mean, some of these other games, I mean, Packers and Vikings, I mean, that's always like a decent game. But uh, Packers D, I don't think it's going to be as solid as it was last year. So I, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see some big Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson week one. And Aaron Rodgers just having to throw it a lot because um, their team's just going to suck all around. Hey, I, I think um... – I think the I think Green Bay will smack this first this first game. They got too many young pieces over there in that defense with a new coordinator. Like you know, what I mean, I feel like you know, Green Bay is going to come in there and like the, you have Jair back. Like you know, they remember they shut down uh, Jefferson. Uh, they didn't shut him down, but they, they you know they kept they kept them low key both times they played them. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. maybe not the first meeting, but the last one in fantasy championship. Week seventeen last year, yeah, yeah, they shut him down. But I mean, I guess he he had what's his name? Not a Manning, Manning. Uh, who? Oh, oh, uh, Shane Manning. Sean, Sean, Sean Manning. There we go. A guy who was on my championship uh, roster in the league. I still can't believe it. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, because you know, Corky Kirk could sling it though. 
I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I I think Green Bay's defense is legit too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that remains to be seen. We shall see. They, they lost a couple pieces, but that secondary led by Jair Alexander, if he, I mean, he's got that bag. Yeah, they brought, uh, they, they brought Rasul Douglas back. They made sure they kept on um, they kept on um, uh, uh, your boy, man. What was He was one of the waiver wire pickups of the, of the year. Devondre Campbell. Oh, Devondre Campbell. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Devondre Campbell. And then, um, yeah, they brought him back. Then, uh, then they still got Kenny Clark, who's killing it. You know what I mean? They lost Zedarius, but they still yes. got Preston Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's been all right? Yeah. And then Zedarius they got they got Gary. Them. They got Rashawn Gary. Yep. Quay Walker. I mean, I'm excited about him. He should yeah. be right away. Yeah, I was about to say because I mean his, the draft capital and the motherfucking the need. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, they drafted uh, Devonte Wyatt in the first also, but I, I think that. He's not at the top of the depth chart right now. I think he's going to be the role player of the two, but I think Quay Walker is going to be in there. I mean, I don't think he's going to be um, in every down uh, linebacker yet because, I mean, that's going to be Devondre. Like, when there's only one linebacker out there, Devondre will be that guy. But I bet he gets the second most amount of snaps out of any linebacker on the squad. I like it. Yeah. When was Walker drafted? He's second round? No, he's a first-rounder. Oh, he was a first-rounder. Okay, I had that right. Yeah, yeah, him and Wyatt were both first rounders. Yeah, that's right. They had two picks. That's right. Yeah, there was only two linebackers drafted in the first round. It was Quay Walker and then uh, Devin Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, for everyone who doesn't know, I've been uh, talking about it uh, for the past week, but um, I'm releasing all my IDP ranks for rookies now that we got landing spots and I'm just kind of seeing the ADP, you know, how they've been going because uh, the ranks are kind of based on where you can get some of these guys also. So yeah, uh, it's gonna be dropping over the next three days, Thursday, Friday, and uh, and Saturday. They'll be premiering. So make sure you check those out. It's gonna be on the podcast form, and then they'll be on YouTube. They'll be uploads, but uh, I'll still premiere them so we can all watch them live and talk some shit. And then we also got some uh, some dynasty rookie rankings for wide receivers coming. Me, Bogart, and Spencer, the guru, we're gonna be recording a video and getting that out there here in the next couple of days too. So you can see all of our uh, top 10 ranks on uh, these rookie wide receivers. Right. And what right. else we got going on? What's up? So what else we got going on? Um, We got playmakers tomorrow. You know, normally we do on Wednesday, but we, we do it tomorrow night. You know what I mean? We're just going to, we're just going to kind of just nitpick the fuck out of this schedule. And in in, you know what I mean? Maybe not it's in, in its entirety, but like, you know, shit that we just might like like i like i was looking around at motherfucking uh uh like the bill schedule i'm like oh, i like it. he's gonna be in a lot of shootouts you know what i mean yeah or like looking at like just you know everybody in the afc west like you know i'm like oh they're, they're gonna be in a hell of shootouts you know what i mean like i just yeah. i like this for fantasy you know what i mean yeah so, you know what i mean i haven't really got into like looking at like certain running backs in what divisions and they're, who they're playing because then it's like you might be like oh fuck like, look at the uh, when you're an NFC South running back, and you're and you're from, like the Falcon. If you're from the Falcons or from, from the Panthers, like look at CMC, he has to he has to go up against uh the Saints twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has to go up against Tampa twice. You know what I mean? Here, here's my spoiler alert on the schedule: the easiest schedules, uh, just based on uh, based on division, is going to be the NFC East. Again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just because of the strength of the division itself, 
And then the toughest division on paper is going to be the NFC West again. Mm-hmm. Man, they, they got tough games of their AFC games, just like they did last year. And then obviously the yep. we're playing the AFC West this year, and then we're playing the NFC South. That's going to be tough. That's going to yeah. be tough all around. So we already know the AFC West. I mean, that's the that's the division that's extra hyped right now. But going up against the uh, NFC West, that's going to level the playing field a little bit. AFC West has the most um, nationally televised games as well. Yeah, good for them. Making the most moves out of uh, any division, yeah. I'd say. I'm excited to see them. Um, that's what that's what Patrick. What's what happens when you have a Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, everyone's like, "Fuck, we got to get everybody to, to, to get everybody hands on deck." <laughs> you know what I mean? And then. Andy Reid's like, all right, we got to get rid of Tyree Hill. He's, he's just so old school minded where it's like, this guy's begging for his money and we'll, we'll move on from him. Let's, let's see what we can get the world for him. You know what I mean? I mean, the games that Tyree Hill missed, it's not like Patrick Mahomes did bad. And I, yeah, Mahomes is just so good. Man, is are they the fourth ranked team to you right now? Fuck no. Okay, not to me either, but you know, I mean, to all the recency buys, to all the say, Raiders fans, Chiefs I'd say are number just four. on paper. I put the charges there because I like I just like what they did all around. And and they had the illest fucking schedule breakdown video that fucking the, the anime shit. Yeah. That shit went hard. You're talking about that was LA shit. man, they got some fucking college intern to whip some dope shit up. I mean, them. and the dude the, the dude that made it, he like worked for NFL film or some shit. And he like left and he left to get put on uh he's the Chargers like official like content guy. Nice. I know, right? They're probably paying him a guap. He's I like, bet. I can imagine NFL Network has you, you know, it's more credential wise, like, yeah, you work for NFL Network. And they're getting paid. I, but just, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he probably got to name his price over there with the, with the, Span- with the Spanos. Yeah. Cause NFL Network, I mean, we know they don't pay anybody like shit over there. Like, I mean, they got so many people working there, you know, unless you're one of those like main guys who's on like every single fucking, you know, TV show, every, you know, radio broadcast. Like, yeah, you're, you're not getting guap. And um, and Chase, last question before we get up out of here. He said, Bogart, is it going to be Lance or Jimmy G this year? Give me Lance. That's, that one's easy. Give it a ding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just consider this. You know what I mean? We're going to go into training camp. And like Jimmy's gonna barely be like cleared to start throwing a ball. We've been, we, you know, we're we're moving with Lance as the starter now. That just, I would, if I'm Lance and they do switch, like say they say I'm wrong and they do switch, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like for the young kids, just he's not gonna want to. He's not gonna be a happy camper. You know yeah. what I mean? We this kid, we traded up to get him. He's our guy. He sat for a year. This is this is what the whole plan was. He shouldn't have played last year neither. Yeah. I, I'm on record. I wanted Lance. We got Lance. And I said, we shouldn't play him yet. You know what I mean? And, uh, and Valley said, Bogart and Hustler, I need y'all uh, both in one of my redraft leagues. What's up, fellas? Don't be shy. As long as it's on sleeper, I'll get it. I'll get in one. Yeah, I'm down. Just let me know, uh, let me know what, 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 the, what the purse is looking like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know uh, Stadavelli always does IDP and uh, and stuff too. That's why uh, okay. that's why we linked up real nice when uh, he saw the settings of my yeah. Life. And I'm with this. I'm with the sleeper shit as long as it's sleeper, so I don't gotta like. 
You know what I mean? And this will probably be the only other redraft league that, you know what I mean, that I jump in this year. Yeah. <laughs> I was in 16 of those motherfuckers last year. Hell yeah. What up, Hess? Better late than never. What up, bro? All right. We're getting up out of here. Be on the lookout. Don't forget, tomorrow we got the Playmakers and, uh, in the evening time. And then uh, we got the IDP, uh, the defensive line uh, rookies dropping uh, tomorrow about uh, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Uh, West Coast, 5 uh, Eastern. So be on the lookout for that. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Know the stat quo, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of east side.